Hello everyone, welcome to From the Stands Podcast. Today is myself, Alex Rodriguez, and Alec Wojak. Um, first off, uh, we're going to talk about Iran or the post-game uh, thoughts of Iran versus USA. Uh, so without further ado, let's get right into it. So Alec, what, what's your first first initial thoughts? I'll be honest. Uh, okay, first off, very excited we're in the round of 16. No doubt about that, okay? It was a question coming into this whole thing with this group of players that we got. You know, they're young. We have the young that we today we started the youngest squad in the World Cup, whatever it is. But but I think we were lucky to not have tied or maybe lost. Yes, they we shut down them very you know, very efficiently. I think we were rock solid at the back. Sort of. But first half, it's always good. Second half, terrible. So yeah, we need to <laughs> We need to pick some things up for for Saturday. No, definitely, I agree. I mean, look, um, we'll get more into it, but we definitely could have tied the game. Um, you know, especially if Christian Pulisic didn't score in the first half. Who knows what this game would have looked like? But uh, first off, let's get into the starting eleven. Um, so I have the starting eleven right in front of me. Um, so typical Matt Turner and goal started with mm. Robinson Reem next to him. Um, surprise, surprise, Greg did put in a curveball. It wasn't long, like I said it would be. It was instead Cameron Carter-Vickers. told you. I told you it was going to be him. Interesting. No, I think I think Greg knows. I think Greg knows deep down that he can't, he can't put a shitty defender back there. I mean, Zimmerman isn't, but whatever. But um, you'd rather have Zimmerman over long. Hey, no, I, I'm not saying I would prefer it. I was just saying Greg would throw in a curveball. Long yeah, would have been the curveball. Um, so Death Star next to him. Uh, and then our typical MMA midfield, Musa, McKenny, Adams. Uh, and then across the top, very much what I expected, Pulisic, Sergeant Wea. Curious to know your thoughts of Sergeant's performance today. Okay. I've, I've seen it all over <laughs> U.S. national team Twitter. They say he did good. I'm not going to say he didn't. But like I said before, there wasn't much for him to do. Did he get the ball more times today? Yes. But it's 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 hard. Like I said, it's a lonely life as a U.S. number nine. Mm-hmm. What He didn't do much for me today, but he did what was expected of him besides score goals and create chances. Okay, so, so go ahead. That's where I'll come in with that. That's where I'll no, come in with that. No, I mean, look, I think he had a great game. Like I, I know you say he he had more like an average game. I thought he had a great game. Uh, Josh Sargent was good in his hold-up play, good at releasing the ball whenever he had like two defenders on him, finding the next pass. I mean, the only bad you know qualities he had, I think he had like two shots that were both terrible. So yeah. other than that, besides actually scoring goals, he did his job. Um, preferably, you would want him to score goals, but I thought he did great. Um, I don't think we see Jesus Ferreira playing the World Cup. I don't know. I'll make my argument for that yeah. later. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So I think the starting 11 was fine. Um, but let's get into some key moments throughout the game. Uh, we went into this expecting a very physical game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't – I don't want to say it wasn't as physical, but it, it was still physical. I mean, we had 10 fouls. Iran had 14. Um but 
Other than that, Tim Weah had an offside goal. Uh, actually, no, you know what? First off, you know what? I need to start with Pulisic's goal. I should start with Pulisic's goal. Great, fantastic. Mm. What did you think? We needed it. I'm glad he stepped up. Hey, first of all, that whole sequence was great. Weston yeah. McKenney's beautiful, beautiful long ball over the top of the defense. Des run in behind, and he perfectly sets up Pulisic right in front of goal. You can't miss that. Pulisic no. doesn't. He sacrifices his nuck sack. But, hey, listen, he scored a goal, his first World Cup goal, 1-0 USA. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, the whole – I think before the goal came, we were both just expecting a goal. I mean, we were just pouring onto Iran. The first half, it was just all us. I don't even know if Iran had a shot the first uh, the first half, but we were just – pouring so much onto um onto our defense um it was great to end off with a goal finally especially because we've been suffering with goals and to finally get one if it was just a huge sigh of relief uh but what came with that was Pulisic um getting a well the U.S. men's national team came out and said that Pulisic has a pelvic contusion um it is basically a bruise on his bone uh more specifically his ilium um, so there's, they're saying he's, they're going to monitor him on a day-to-day basis. Um, so hopefully he's all right. He looks nah, well. Nah, he said he's playing Saturday. He FaceTimed, yeah. he FaceTimed the group and said, you bet like, I'm, you best know that I'm going to be playing on Saturday. So no yeah. doubt. Okay. If that Captain America is going to be there on, on Saturday, it just depends how fully fit he's going to be. Will he start? Will he sit on the bench? Who do you put in front of him? Or put in forum. There's a lot of ifs, ands, and whatevers with this whole situation. Yeah, and, and, and um, you know, Polisic is just continuing to show he's got that dog in him. So very much Hell expect yeah. him to see him on Saturday. Um, but right afterwards, Tim Weah scores an offside goal, very close. But what? Like, like was his toe offside? They yes, they released it. And you can make your argument for whether it was or wasn't, and then the yada, 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 okay? But that check was so quick, mm-hmm. okay? It was like a virgin boy having sex for the first time, how quick that was, okay? That was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I mean, that was... No. <laughs> no, I mean, I think to be fair to the officials, we had, what, two... I, Iran had, like, two offside, or not offside, two um, penalty shouts, but... They didn't award them anything, so at least it was kind of even, somewhat consistent. I um, think it was, a, gra- it was a great goal, finish. Yeah, of course it was. Timothy Weah has really stepped up this tournament, and I'm glad he has, because every time I've watched him, I I like Tim Weah. Don't get me wrong, but he's just he's inconsistent sometimes, and sometimes yeah. you're just like, and do I, you do I like seeing him play? Do I not? But I think this tournament, especially in the Wales game with that goal, he really, I really got my confidence back into him and it's yeah. like he's done work in the England game and especially today he had a great game today I think and unlucky to not have that goal like I said maybe his freaking pinky was offsides or something like that but yeah he's really well, stepped up yeah especially then when um eventually after halftime um we made the switch with Brendan Aronson and Pulisic um and we switched to a 4-4-2 um, I'm pretty sure, uh, well, Sargent also came off and uh, Wright came on. Um, we switched to a 4-4-2. That means it was Weah and Wright up top. 
And so for me, it was great to see Wea being an outlet. And he was he was doing really well and specific to when we we had a long ball up to him. He just takes like five touches down the line, wins us a throw in, just relieves so much pressure when Iran starts to start um, throwing a whole bunch of uh, balls up top, trying to build something. But it was great for him. He had a really good game. Um, and yeah, no, I, I did want to have your thoughts on if Christian Pulisic should keep taking set pieces. No. No? Yeah. Please I think stop I, it. Please yeah. stop it. I've had to endure this for so long. Every time we win a corner, I'm like, okay, nothing's going to happen because he had, as much as I love Christian, he has terrible service. Yeah. I don't like it. We have never been good on set pieces besides a, a few times. I can count them on my fingers. That's mm-hmm. it. We're not dangerous on them. It's always cleared out. So anytime we get a set piece, it's not like it matters. The team, the team can literally just sit there and just watch us, and we'll still not score or do anything dangerous. Well, so even I think then. I, th- I still think like Christian Pulisic should not be taking uh, corners anymore. So well, I want yeah, somebody else there. We noticed it immediately as Aronson came on to take his first corner. It would just go right over the first man. You were just like, oh wow, that was a great ball. It felt refreshing, right? Um, yeah. But you know, when you're defending a set piece from Christian Pulisic. If you're not the first man, you might as well just start walking out of the box already. Like it, the ball never beats the first man. It's sometimes I wonder if anyone wants to tell him no. I'm going to take the set piece instead. Um, especially if Aronson is just came on and he's taking the set piece and it was already much better. Then I don't understand why not. Um, but yeah, no, I think second half was a true test of grit from the U.S. Um, they were. They showed determination, strength, um, and they really put their their bodies on the line, which I was really proud of. Should have never got there, though. No. It should have never been at that point. And I, I'll say this. I'm sure we're going to talk about substitutions. Right? Yeah, we will but, soon. But I'll, but I'll say this. Greg Berhalter does not know how to manage a game. We were all over Iran in the first half, okay? Completely all over them. Creating chances left, right, through the middle, whatever it is, okay? And whenever the game's like the 60th or 70th minute or some, it was around there, we start getting hammered and hammered and hammered. And what does this guy do? He puts us in a five at the back. Yeah. Pretty much going all out defense. You saw Haji right after he came off for Sergeant, barely chasing the ball up top. You have yeah. everybody sitting back. I think in those situations, I understand we're winning 1-0. We don't want to concede. But it's we cannot play like that. We play scared. So I don't know when Greg's going to realize, hey, we can take advantage of this terrible opposition. We could put more goals past them. No, I agree because we're not a team that definitely like that is used to defending and soaking up pressure right the, a lot of the, a lot of our players are used to just being creative on the ball allowing themselves to thrive and like 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 how the atmosphere was it's a tough environment but they thrive in it and to continue to hopefully get more chances was what i would have liked to see especially if 
Iran were to score, how would we have reacted? I'm glad we didn't have to go through that, though. Um, but like you said, uh, at first we, we went through a 4-4-2 formation, and then we went into a 5-3-2. And it was almost frustrating to see because it was only like the 70th minute. And you, mm-hmm. you know that you have 20 more minutes um, and plus whatever stoppage time. And we saw the stoppage time. The stoppage time was outrageous. Nine minutes. Yeah, it was outrageous uh, but let's get into the substitutes uh we'll go from the back line to the front of the line first oh, uh, yeah so you already know who i'm going to mention first um oh, would you like to take a guess Shaq Moore. fantastic he's so bad <laughs> i don't understand he's not good every time he gets on the field he literally craps himself he doesn't yeah. know what to do mm-hmm. he's oh dude uh, I saw. I, don't understand. I saw a great take from uh, Clint Dempsey, where after the game he was like, "Yeah, when Shaq Moore came on the field, he had more hands in the air saying apologies to his teammates than actual completed passes." I was like, "That's completely true." Like Shaq Moore gave the ball away almost every time he touched the ball. Yeah, um, and and he gave a corner away later in the game. When it was just a long ball, there was no players around him. Matt oh. Turner and everybody in the back line is yelling, hey, just let it go out. Let it go out. All you got to do is listen. I get you're playing like with 40,000 people in the stands. No, nah, it's I way know, more. I know damn well that Matt Turner is screaming at you to let it go. I don't know. I think the atmosphere was too loud. I think the coaches even struggled to pass on some information. But he had everyone in front of him. You know, kind of hinting, making gestures. You're fine. Um, still headed out for a corner when no one was behind. Him. I guess it's it's also a sense of you know lack of awareness, uh, not knowing who's actually around you. Uh, definitely nerves got to him. So Shaq Moore still wondering why he comes off comes off the bench for Des. But um, after that, we had Acosta on for McKenney. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough because Weston was putting up a fight out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's not 100% fit. You know, we don't want to run the risk of him not being available for the game against uh, Holland. So, uh, I mean, as I don't not like Acosta, but I don't – I think we have better options. Maybe Luca De La Torre. Christian Rodon, yeah, I agree. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> um, no, I was surprised – so I guess I'm not surprised that McKinney came off because I think at the last game, he also came off at around the 65th minute. Um, but uh, Musa looked extremely tired. I don't know how you, what you thought of, but he looked super tired in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too, is that uh, while he Greg's wasting substitutions in the back line, uh, put on a midfielder with yeah, energy. Exactly. Okay? That's what I prefer. You know, if we had to go all out defense pretty much, I I agree with Acosta coming on. I won't lie. But in that situation, Musa looked tired. He was exhausted. Cause he was putting in a shift tonight. I really yeah, think was. so. But he needed a rest. He was tired. And especially in those late games when you know that you were defending your World Cup like hopes and dreams, you need somebody else in that midfield who can control everything, who has fresh legs and all this other stuff the greg needs to be better he needs to get the substitutions when to do them and who correct this weekend 
Yeah. Because I it's tough. I believe that Holland are beatable, but at the same time, I do believe they are have much higher quality than us. So we just have to we would have to play our game and we'd also have to get substitutions right. So we yeah. got tired the entire yeah. game. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like Musa looked dead after 90 minutes and then it was it was even more sad to see oh we have nine more minutes left to play and you see Musa just struggling to get across the field um someone who did look energetic though Tyler Adams Tyler Adams looked like he was on beast mode just looks like he was just running the game telling everyone what they should be doing I thought it was fantastic uh I think a a key moment that stuck out to me it was literally the second maybe third minute of the game long ball up to Iranian player um, and Tyler Adams and Cameron Carter Vickers are one of the last two defenders. And after Tyler Adams clears the ball, Cameron Carter Vickers, or um, he starts yelling at Cameron Carter Vickers um, and telling him he needs to get tight. And this is like two minutes into the match and throughout the whole game, Adams is just getting on uh, Carter Vickers, which I thought was a, a real sign of captaincy. So I was really impressed with that still with an engine after 100 minutes looked fantastic um but getting into the front line um we saw aronson come off for Pulisic. that was to be expected um i know i question if reina should have came on but i don't know what who knows if reina's even does like play soccer anymore at this point yeah like i i don't understand the whole thing but go on <laughs> yeah i mean he's played 11 minutes so far in this tournament which is kind of crazy considering we played three games three games played 11 minutes so far um i think it's disappointing but aronza did well he he put in a great boost of energy um which was actually highly needed especially when we we're trying to get out when we had the ball at least um uh, after defending against iran or iran um <laughs> yeah <laughs> Screw no, him. that's not what the, that's not what the reporter was saying. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. It's pronounced eliminated. Yeah, <laughs> eliminated from the World Cup. Um, but Sergeant, um, and then Haji Wright came on for Sergeant. Um, Terrible. Like I said, I don't think we're gonna see Ferrer in the World Cup. I don't understand why Haji Wright's terrible. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he did not have a he good was, performance. Okay, tell me how it makes sense when we're on we're on a counter attack. Yeah, I would have taken this if it was like any other time besides when it happened. But if you're on a break and it's the nine 90th minute plus and you're in like the third or fourth minute of stoppage time, why the hell are you going to take a shot? Mm-hmm. When there's a defender chasing and there's a goal. And, and it would have been different if it obviously went in yeah, or if it went out for a corner or something. But this man <laughs> hit the ground. As he shot it, okay. Yeah, Take it was it not to impressive. The corner. Take it to the corner. This is mm-hmm. just knowledge. He's he lacks the freaking brain power to like know and when to decide what to do and when to do it. And I know I'll say this, man, that if hot if Jesus Ferrer Jesus, I don't see him playing this. Well, it depends now because we don't know the extent of Josh Sargent's injury if he's injured at all i don't i saw what happened it looked gross but you're telling me okay and i it's gonna come as biased as it can get from an fc Dallas fan very much but you're not gonna you're not gonna take a chance on the guy that scored 18 goals this season okay 
Like that, that wasn't know, the game I, plan though. We weren't oh, Greg right. Greg didn't right, want to go and, and play attacking in the last 20 minutes. He wanted to be condensed. But the thing about Haji was that he did not want to like well whenever he had the ball, he was just so poor on it. It was just so frustrating because you're like, all right, we got it to the big man. He's gonna release the ball. We're gonna release some pressure, get out the field. Every time he got it, he lost it. And it was just like, no. He's, like, not, just... he's not good. He's not good enough. And this is like something that I really want to dive into after this World Cup is over is who should be the number nine. And I have my choices. I have my picks. But like. You're going to say Ferrer when he never played. <laughs> no, I, I won't say Ferrer. I'll talk about somebody else. Do I think yeah, Ferrer should be in the setup as, as long as he performs? Yes. As long as he performs. But. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. But Haji yeah. Wright barely did anything today. Yeah. I do not I do not rate him very highly on my on my list. Yeah, it didn't didn't play too well. Um and then lastly Weya. Um I think this was when we knew this was gonna be bunkering down against Iran. Uh Weya came off and Zimmerman came on for him. And after that moment we went to a five three two. Um do you think it paid off? I mean, it paid off. It clearly did. I mean, we. Uh, I we mean, it, it it paid off, yes. But the people that he brought on, uh, going back to Shaq Moore, Shaq Moore is terrible. He almost gave away a pen. Granted, it won as it wasn't, but he looked so bad, just like he did <laughs> against England. We have Joe Scally on the bench. We have DeAndre Yedlin on the bench. You have so many options, but for some reason, Greg, you want to go with the MLS guys. Okay, I get Walker Zimmerman. He's tall. I'd rather have him over Aaron Long and whoever else we have as center back. I don't think we have any more. But I, I just I don't understand, yeah. man. No, this is I mean, the most frustrating part of watching this team at the World Cup, especially Gio Reyna not coming on at all. He has to be pissed. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And I don't know what has happened because Gio Reyna, when is the like the last time that we have watched the U.S. national team game and Gio Reyna is like not involved at all? Yeah. No, when, it, when's it, the last time? Wait, even then when we were struggling against Mexico at the Azteca, we brought on Reyna and he just completely flipped the script for us. Yeah, he um, looked good. Yeah. And I know, he, I know for a damn fact that he can put in a shift, but for some reason... Greg is just, he's so, he just doesn't know what to do. He just doesn't know what to do. And I, I, I don't understand his decision making. I never will. Who knows? Maybe he'll be here. Maybe he won't at the end of this, no matter what the outcome is. But still, yeah. there, there has to be some, like, there's no way that the U.S. Soccer Federation doesn't listen to all the former players like Clint Dempsey <laughs> or Landon Donovan or anybody else. And be like, oh, maybe this guy isn't exactly the man for the job type thing. Yeah. Not saying Greg has done a terrible job, but he's it's not just done questionable decision making. Questionable decision making. But I think the US Federation is gonna be like, oh, he won us two trophies. He's the man. He took us to back to the World Cup. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. Uh, yeah, won two trophies against uh teams that didn't make it out the group stage. Granted, Mexico still has a chance, so does Costa Rica, but we don't see them getting out of the group stages. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was interesting to see Walker Zimmerman come on. Uh, I was I was waiting for Carter Vickers to come off the field, and I saw Wea come he off. Just, he was, just looked too solid. 
Yeah, no, no, he, yeah, he looked great, but I think that also came down to Adams just telling him to get tight to his defenders, and he was winning a lot of those balls. Um, and then I, I do want to talk about Reem too. Reem was fantastic. I mean, he he's played three ninety-minute matches at the age of thirty-five, and he he has been a a solid rock at the back for us. If him and uh, Tyler Adams don't get a shout in like the team of the tournament, then something's wrong. Yeah, no, I mean they must hate Americans. No, he he's been phenomenal. Um, Turner came up big as well, Um, and I think um, I think still diving into the game um, towards the end of the match, we know that I think we were giving away sloppy fouls. Um, that did not need to be given on oh, top of the 18. Like the that happened against England, and I'm pretty sure it was Musa. It was Musa again. again. It was yeah. Musa again. Mm-hmm. Get, why? Why, Musa? You do so much good in the game, but in the last parts <laughs> of it, you want to give away fouls, and they lead us to almost crapping our pants because mm-hmm. the that free kick was not far at all, and it should have no. been a corner, but luckily the ref was blind, and he didn't see it. But... Yeah, it, it there's a few scares in there, but yeah, overall, and, and that, overall, that was kind of the thing. We got the dub. Yeah, uh, I think, like I said, the, well, the frustrating part is that we know the quality of this team. We know that they can, they could have almost, almost replicated what England did, score a few goals, call it, call it a day. Um, I don't know if the atmosphere got to them. Um, and then not scoring, or we, we don't have a prolific goal scorer. I mean, we have prolific score today, but going to this game or after this game, we've only scored two goals in three games, um, so still question. Um, but, you know, when when they start getting into a defensive shell against Iran of all teams, how are we going to perform against the big boys, you know, further into the tournament? But, you know, can't take Holland for granted. Um, but yes, that game will come December 3rd, I believe, uh, Saturday, um, 9am. So I'm excited. What are, what are your odds that we beat all Holland? I, well, I'm, I, I'll be honest. I don't think we're going to win. You don't but... think we're going to win? No. I'm okay. fully optimistic we will. Of course I want us to win. I'm not going to be that, that guy that's like, oh no, but I don't see us going the full 90 with i mean you know what i'll take it back i don't know what's i'm not even gonna give my prediction we went toe-to-toe with england held them to nil-nil the entire exactly. game but but we should have we should have walked away with three points from that game we should have walked away we should have had nine points from from this uh tournament so far i'll be mm-hmm. honest we should have had nine yeah but it really comes down to can this team perform a full 90 minutes the way they do in the first half of games because second half of games terrible yeah it's like you're it's like you're watching a completely different team mm-hmm. and so, no no i mean the thing is though like carlos Gerosh came out and he, he the iranian coach came out and said the us is the best team in this group um he gave us respect um and so the way we handled England, our performance against them, really gives me a lot of optimism against Holland. Um, and I think the way we approach Holland and kind of our, our style of play really suits us for us playing against them. 
uh we're we're very good and I, we've seen it with mexico all the time mexico likes to keep the ball just try and build something create you know create something magical um but uh when we are struggling to, like when we're on defense the whole time um i think i think we can make something happen against holland um i hope so because i we mean ex- i mean we did beat holland after they came in third place in the world cup in 2015 if anybody remembers <laughs> that game just saying okay just saying you never so, know what can happen um i i i want to start making starting 11 predictions but i think that's for another podcast when we preview holland um probably next episode uh in case anyone is wondering um so just to kind of recap the group england tops the group uh we finished second iran or iran out and then wales finished at the bottom so what what do you what do you think how do you think the group went for us yeah not good I mean, not yes, good. we came, we came out, but we did not look like, like I said, like, we didn't look convincing. We didn't look convincing at all, man. Like this, when you look at this team, you don't see what you've, we've seen for the past what year, two years or so. I mean, granted, the, we we've been playing poor opposition. Oh yeah, of course, but still, that doesn't shouldn't change the entirety of the team. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So there was no consistency there. We scored two goals. This entire time, uh, three yes, games. We, yes, we kept two clean sheets, which is always great. And yeah, by the way, back first time since the first ever World Cup, a USA goalkeeper has kept, back, I believe, back to back clean sheets. Yeah, multiple or, game clean sheets multiple since nineteen thirty. Since nineteen thirty, so Matt Turner, one of the worst uh, college goalkeepers, um, according to ESPN. <laughs> is now part of the history book so you know yeah but the group overall man it was disappointing i won't lie this it was very boring to watch in my opinion of course the first game i was ecstatic when we scored you know but i just thought we were going to score more i thought we were going to do better than what we did like yeah. i said i'll take i'll take the tie against england any day but mm-hmm. we should have whacked wales we should have whacked iran Really should have whacked that ran comfortably because I think now we come into the next games with okay we uh we didn't play that well but we grinded it out but I would have loved for us to go into the next games with okay we know we can score multiple goals in a game type feeling yeah I think that's kind of what we expected from this from this game against Iran as well where we were just like look we know that we can completely flipped the tide we had two draws we're gonna we're gonna go out there battery run and we're gonna look strong going into the knockout stages that didn't happen you know we 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 looked very good the first half but second half after like you said 15 20 minutes we were just on the ropes hold on for dear life um which is kind of sad considering it's iran granted i mean they finished first and in the asian continent but uh, if England is wiping them six two, you know we should also, from our expectations, we we also want to see something similar to that. Not not maybe six goals, but um, three or four convincingly. Would three have been would nice. have been, I think, convincing enough. Granted, yeah. yeah, we got a goal taken away, and we don't know how that would have changed the game. But 
still, I wish we would have scored more goals and got a little bit more confidence instead of being like, okay, we're a team that, uh, you know, grinds it out. We'll grind a one nil draw out or one nil win out or nil nil, whatever it is. But we need goals to win the win the World Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need goals. Dang. We need goals. Our, that's our expectations right now. Uh, well, maybe it's I'm a good saying, thing. Maybe it's I'm a just good saying thing. in general. I'm just saying you need goals to win games. Yeah, obviously in clean sheets help too but still this team i think and this is just a learning curve for them is that more production is needed and obviously whenever the world cup ends and we get into the episode where we talk about players who shouldn't be in the team anymore and players that we think should who knows how that's going to change everything but like i said goals win games so does defense and we need to be scoring goals in order to yeah. do well for the rest yeah. of this tournament. I mean, look, I mean, this team is still super young. We started the youngest U.S. men's national team team ever in our World Cup uh, experience or history. So I think uh, it's good we have these expectations. Um, you know, hopefully they have some motivation, um, you know, some belief going into the game against Holland because it's going to be huge. Um, so yeah, no, just want to say, um, thank you for being here, Alec today. Um, I'm glad we're not in tears and distraught. Oh yeah. I would have, this would have been a completely different podcast. There would be no structure to it. It would just be being ranting the entire time. Yeah. So I'm glad, but I do not want to watch the last U S men's national team game of the year on Saturday. I want to watch it next week and the week after that too. Yeah. Just saying, I hope we win. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll have to see how uh, Holland performs. You know, they've obviously been decent enough this tournament as well. So, but they've scored more goals than us. Yeah. So we shall see on uh, we shall see on Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening today on From the Stands podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the next episode where we're gonna go over uh, the preview into Holland. So yeah. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you soon.